with us today is Congressman Peter King. And uh, Congressman, you've been in Congress for 28 years, and you've seen a lot of things happen. Right now, people are more concerned now than ever, ever before. What keeps you up at 3 o'clock in the morning, uh, Congressman? Hey, uh, and you're right. I was in Congress for many years. There's different crises along the way. But I think right now, we're almost seeing like a battle for Western civilization, also the Judeo-Christian ethics. Uh, and uh, what Israel, the war that Israel has right now against Hamas and Hezbollah, or orchestrated by Iran, that is serious enough in itself, really. But to me, it's almost a symbol of what can happen if Israel does not win that war. Uh, uh, the world is being divided, and it almost it's a classic example between good and bad. There's not two sides to this issue. Uh, what I mean, what Hamas did in Israel was so brutal and violent and ugly and inhumane, and yet we see tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of people all over the world demonstrating against Israel. It's uh, and we see in our own country here the universities, the students. Now, you know, I was, in, I was born during World War II. I don't remember World War II, but I've certainly read about it. And I don't know of ever having demonstrations in the streets. Of people, uh, certainly after Pearl Harbor and after the war started with the United States, of people, uh, Americans in large numbers, in any way demonstrating on behalf of Hitler or Japan. No one was calling for a ceasefire after Pearl Harbor. Uh, you didn't find universities. In fact, people were leaving universities to volunteer to fight in the Army and the Navy and the Marine Corps. Uh, and uh, yet today, the universities seems overwhelmingly pro-Palestinian and really pro-Hamas. To be pro-Palestinian in this war is to be pro-Hamas. And to be pro-Hamas is to be pro-Iran. And Iran basically wants to take over the world, and they want to uh, do whatever they have to do to get it done, to take away the rights of, of women, of Christians, of Jews, certainly of what they would consider to be non-believing Muslims. It's a theocratic, ugly uh, movement. And yet, all over the world, people are, uh, whether they realize it or not, or whether they fully understand it or not, they uh, you have hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people demonstrating on behalf of what Iran stands for, uh, which is, to me, really end Western civilization as it is. When you see in the United Nations uh, how you know, few countries really are standing by Israel. I think a lot of them privately want to, but they're afraid to come out publicly and say it. In the universities, what's happening to our, our schools? That uh, uh, Even when you see Jewish organizations coming out, again, being pro-Palestinian, which in the end is pro-Hamas. Uh, when I'm you trying... See, yeah. Congressman, you were in Congress. I'm trying to understand it. Uh, and I was with uh, President Clinton the other night, and he says mm-hmm. he tried very hard to make peace in the Middle East between Palestine and Israel. Uh, w- what the heck is going on? I mean, and you were closer to it than than uh, uh, than um, anybody in Congress. Uh, President Clinton, uh, he says he was very frustrated over it uh, because he couldn't make heads and tails. Uh, both sides very stubborn and. There's, there's no peace to be had? They just want to be enemies? No, I think uh, that Israel, what I've seen, uh, what I saw when I was in Congress, especially during that period when President Clinton was there, that Israel, they were tough negotiators, but in the end, 
they basically were willing to give whatever President Clinton put on the table. I'm talking about in 2000, in the fall of 2000, uh, Bill Clinton met with Arafat, and then I guess it was Ehud Barak at Camp David. And they met, and they met, and at the end, uh, Rabin, uh, excuse me, Barak agreed to what was on the table. Uh, Arafat said he couldn't. And, and yet Arafat was getting 97% of what he asked for when he came to the table. And what it came down to was he never really wanted to have peace. And if he did, he knew the Palestinians, the Palestinian people would not, and he could not deliver. So I, I remember actually Bill Clinton, the President Clinton, I was talking to him on the phone about a month after he was out of office, and he was in a very reflective mood. We were talking about Northern Ireland. We were talking about Bosnia. We were talking about uh, all that he had gone through. But he said his biggest disappointment by far was the Palestinian rejection of the agreement. He said that, that he, he, he said the same thing the other night. Well, that's now. So we're talking about now uh, 22 years later, and that shows how that is in his mind. So it wasn't just a temporary thing he told me at the time. If he said that to you just the other night, that's 22 years after he said the exact same thing to me. So that shows the impression he had. And Bill Clinton was, uh, you know, he had all sorts of controversies going from every angle, and he was involved in so many issues around the world. And the fact that that one issue remains foremost in his mind shows just how frustrated he was, how disappointed he was, and really angry. I mean, that was one of the few times I saw him really angry because he always felt that, you know, two parties are going to negotiate, going to fight hard, and he understood that. But when you are about to shake hands on a deal that everyone said they wanted, and one guy reneged, and it, and he knew the consequences it could bring to the world, because that can bring down the entire world. We could have a nuclear war emerging out of there. And no, listen, Israel, uh, again, they're tough negotiators, but, you know, they, they agreed to Oslo. They uh, uh, met at the White House lawn to shake hands. They uh, uh, Rabin ended up losing his life because some of the hardcore Israelis he was assassinated because they thought he was giving up too much. <laughs> and then you have uh, his uh, one of his successes, Ehud Barak. Uh, he, he worked the deal. Netanyahu, who was obviously a very tough guy, but he, uh, uh, with President Trump, signed agreements with three or four Arab nations. They're actually coming close to agreement with Saudi Arabia. But no, the Palestinians are being urged by Iran, being supported by Iran, being orchestrated by Iran. <laughs> they uh, don't want peace. They hate Jews. They hate and Jews. But, but I think leaders. here's what I learned uh, uh, a few days ago from some of our my intelligence friends is that mm -hmm. the fact was there may be ten thousand Hamas that were paid ten thousand dollars a piece and given machine guns wow. to go have a good time. And ten thousand Hamas at ten thousand dollars a piece to give to their families. That's only $100 million. That's chump change for the Iranians. They, they make that in a few hours in the oil business. That's so, really, I mean, if there's, if there's a million uh, Palestinians and 10,000 are creating the hate, I, I, I just don't know anymore. You know, I scratch my head. I got a bald spot from all the scratching. <laughs> Uh, on the other hand, the Palestinian people did elect Hamas. And, uh, well, I, do you I, again, think they had a choice? I don't know. Uh, you know, the West Bank is, uh, uh, you know, not Hamas. Uh, Gaza is. Uh, probably, I'm sure there's, there's a lot of 
arm-twisting, heavy-handed tactics. I mean, Hamas is a brutal, vicious organization. Uh, but in the end, uh, yeah, Hitler led Germany, Mussolini led Italy, yeah. Tojo led, led Japan. And, uh, but Israel is fighting for survival. And if Israel goes down, we could all go down. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because, if uh, Israel goes down, and, and, and the other thing I was told, Congressman, and we're almost running out of time, is that Iran pushed the button with Hamas because they were afraid Saudi Arabia is going to align themselves with Israel, and it's the old Sunni and, uh, uh, situation. Shiite, yeah. Shiite and Sunni. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. that's why they pressed the button with Hamas. Hey. And it's cheap, a hundred, a hundred million bucks, ten thousand of them, ten thousand dollars each. Yeah, which is used as Trump change. I mean, uh, Trump, and, yeah. they're, and they're selling so much oil now since the basically the embargo has been lifted, but certainly cut back. Uh, they they make that in a matter of minutes, so that's, yeah. that's nothing to them. No, Congressman, I think we have to keep story. our eyes open. We have to keep our eyes open. And realize that what the the situation is, and uh, I listen. If, if Bill Clinton, who's the smartest guy I know, uh, didn't find a solution 22 years ago, uh, I'm not sure there is a solution. And the, the story is what what happens then? Yeah, it's, uh, and until then, we have to make sure that Israel Israel wins, or at least wins wins this this part of the war, and not give it to the demonstrators out in the streets, which is really. Scary. The, the, the reappearance of anti-Semitism at this level is also very, very worrisome. Congressman King, I'll see you on Monday, and uh, God bless you, and God bless America. Let's hope. Let's pray for the best. 